0: Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast that will teach you to take your Shopify store and turn it into an automated sales machine. It has the latest marketing, email, sales, and social media advice. And it also has strategies and tips from the experts without the fluff. Your host is Caroline Belinska. She's a Shopify education partner with the Shopify approved course 1000 sales and beyond. And she's the founder of JustAskParker.com, the only small marketing tasks agency for Shopify owners. She has over 15 years experience in marketing, manufacturing, design, and e-commerce. In the podcast, she'll share her knowledge and interview the experts to help you in your journey to success. So don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Now, here's your host, Caroline Balinska. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Balinska, And today we're talking all about how to create a wow brand that will boost sales and increase your customer loyalty. This is going to be an episode all about what I talk to my private coaching clients about. This is about taking your business to the next level. Now, before I continue, I want to let you know about the Gorgeous app. It's so easy to use. My team use Gorgeous in our own business, but it's even better for Shopify stores as it has its own features specifically designed to help generate additional e-commerce sales easily. You can also automatically answer questions about your customer's orders, delivery times, and so much more. I'm constantly talking about setting up processes to get tasks done more efficiently and nothing looks after your customers as well as Gorgeous does. You can deliver an outstanding customer experience by setting up automations to get the job done while you sleep and save you from answering the same simple questions and saving your customers the pain of waiting for a reply from you. Before you hire a customer service staff member, You can first set up Gorgeous and use that to help you automate your customer support center and answer the questions either via the chat on your website, your Facebook chat, and even your emails. So no more email inbox. You'll be using Gorgeous to do everything through there. My team do it this way and we absolutely love it. You need to try Gorgeous for yourself to understand exactly how fantastic it is. And as Gorgeous are our sponsors, they are offering you a special promotional trial that you just need to head over to the app store and type in Gorgeous, G-O-R-G-I-A-S and install the app. And if you mention the Winning with Shopify podcast, you're going to get your second month absolutely for free when you sign up. So go and try it out. It is absolutely the best app when it comes to customer service. Like I said, we use it in our own business, and I highly recommend that you set it up if you want to have a great customer service experience for your customers. This will help you no matter whether you are selling print on demand, drop shipping, or your own brand. It does not matter. This is going to help you understand why you are not getting the sales that you want to be getting. And this is going to explain to you why that there's a lot of stores out there already getting all those sales that you wish you were getting too. So before we get into that, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast and thank you for downloading. We have had over 200,000 downloads since I started the podcast which to me is just amazing because I started it just to get all of this information out of my head onto the platform where people could actually learn from what I know and interview amazing people as well. So it's been a great experience for me and I've enjoyed every moment of it so far. And 200,000 downloads really tell me a lot that people love this podcast. So thank you so much. And if you want to leave a review, I would really appreciate it. I get a lot of emails from people letting me know they've signed up for Just Ask Parker because they've been listening to the podcast or they come to me for coaching because of the podcast. But while I love getting those emails as well, if you can send a review through, that would be wonderful. I do read every single review. So it's very much appreciated if you can leave a review. It really helps me keep this podcast going and it helps me understand whether everyone's loving the episodes. It's fantastic to hear all that feedback and it helps me decide on what sort of episodes I'm going to create in the future as well. I even read those couple of reviews that I get that say that this whole podcast is only about my advertising, my business, and there's zero information. I did see a review like that, that there isn't zero information in this podcast and it's only about my selling my own business. So whoever left that review, thank you very much. I really don't mind if you don't continue listening to this podcast because I guess this podcast is not for you because all I do is give away advice, information and help people as much as possible. And I've got a lot of reviews from people who have told me how great it is. And I love the feedback as well. I took on board everyone that said that they weren't happy with the sound quality. I've got an amazing guy now that takes care of the sound of this podcast. He goes through and edits everything. He has really been amazing and a fantastic help. So Paul, thank you so much for helping with this podcast up until now. And for everyone else, if you've ever got any questions to me directly, come into the Facebook group and come and talk to me in there. I want to get into a little bit of a backstory of why I really wanted to put this podcast episode together today. I'm getting really sick of hearing of all of these scammers out there. You need to stop believing all of the scammers who are giving the most terrible advice. Just the other day, I pulled someone up in a Facebook group and called them out on their BS. They were bragging about their success so far. They were When you start reading it, you think it was just a normal person who had started a store. But what happens a lot of the time is that these people are actually baiting you into contacting them privately to work with them privately. Now, that's fine. If you want to work with someone in particular, that's great. But understand the ones that are scamming you and the ones that have some truth to them. This particular guy, I'm assuming it's a guy, it was a complete scam what he was talking about. So here's this person bragging about their success and he had shown his website and he had said the number of sales he had got so far based on the product he was selling. I worked out there was probably a repurchase after the first sale of probably 10% of buyers would repurchase maybe one time of year, which is a pretty terrible repurchase rate. We talk about products where you can get people buying three, four, six times a year. And this product was definitely not one of those products. So his product was actually a $10 product. He showed his website so we could see that. And he was saying, I spent $200 to get eight sales already. I've just opened my store two days ago. And he's bragging about it like it was the best thing in the world. So I called him out on it. And I said, in, not in a rude way, in a very normal way sort of way. So at that stage, I thought, okay, maybe he really is a Shopify merchant who just doesn't understand what's going on. So I just sort of called him out on, you know, these are the numbers so far. Can you explain it in more detail? He got really angry with me and was like not wanting to actually answer any of the questions and said, you're acting stupid, something like that. Trying to brush me off as he didn't want to get into it. So there was a few other comments there and it really was shown that he pretty much knew what was going on. So it was really one of those bait sort of posts where they're getting into trying to make people believe that what they're doing is fantastic. And what made me so upset about that was the amount of people who had replied to this post saying, wow, that's amazing, that's amazing but it wasn't amazing. So spending $200 to get eight sales when you have a $10 product, that means it's $25 a sale. I'm one of those people I do my research. I went and looked up his product. I actually found the exact product from the exact person he was buying it from. It was about $1.25 to $1.51 per item. So he was making $8.50, more than $8.50 on this product. So there was a lot of profit on the actual product. But even then, if you're spending $100 a day on Facebook ads and getting four sales a day, then you cannot sustain that business. That is not something you should be proud of. Yes, of course, it's great that in the beginning you get a couple of sales. Fantastic. You can see that it sells, but that's not something to be proud of. And the thing that bothered me with this particular person, he had said, or he or she, I I shouldn't say he, but this person had said that they had other stores before that had not succeeded. And then they went on to talk about this particular thing. Now, if you've had other stores that had not succeeded, then you know that that is is not something to be bragging about. It's great that you have some sales, but that means if you were to do that every single day, you're literally going to run out of money in no time at all. $25 to get one sale and then the actual, okay, you're only spending $2, 50 or $2 on the product, but that's not the point. The point is you're losing all of that money. You're not making anything. You've got a huge loss in that case. So it really bothered me that people were actually responding with, oh, this is great. Someone else had responded to my comment with, oh, well, you know, it's pretty much saying it's a loss lead that, you know, this is the way that you get your customers. But if you only have that one product and that one product is not something you can buy, repurchase time and time again, then what is the point of actually creating a customer base? There is no point behind that at all because I can go and get fine. I can get a thousand customers purchasing at that rate. I can go and spend $200,000 on Facebook ads to get those sales and it's still going to cost me $25 a sale. Okay, I'll go down a bit because you do a few things along the way. But if they're only purchasing one time or if 10% of people buy a second time in one year, there is absolutely zero point building up at that particular audience building up your customer base because you're never, ever going to make any money that way. So I just want you to be aware that there's a lot of scammers out there. There's also people just giving bad advice in general. So just be aware that these things happen. And what I want to share with you today, it's really about creating your wow brand. I'm going to go into some details about that, but I'm going to also share with you a few other fake pieces of advice I've heard along the way people have been talking about, oh, just remove that Powered by Shopify logo at the bottom of your website and you're going to get a 200% increase in sales. That's BS. That's not how it works. Yes, you can remove the Powered by Shopify logo because you don't need it there, but um, it's not going to increase your sales by 200%. There's just no way. Other people have been saying spend five dollars a day on Facebook ads and make one million dollars a year. No, that's not how it works. There's a lot of bait and switch in that. They show you a screen where yes, they got a million dollars in sales. Yes, they can show you an ad where it was a five dollar a day ad spend, but then they're actually making no money off that $1 million dollars that they've brought in because they're actually uh, losing money along the way. Just like that first story I told you. There's people out there telling you, just add more products. That's all you need to do to make more money. That's not true. If you can't target the people properly with the products that you have, why do you think just adding more products is going to help? That's not how it works. You need to target the right people. Other people are telling Shopify merchants, just advertise to everyone. Just open up your audience, advertise to people from 18 years old to hundred years old and you'll get sales. Not true either. Other people are saying it only takes you one hour to set up a website and if you drop shipping, you can be making all this money. Not true either. If you are drop shipping, then the last thing you should be doing is just pulling in a feed of products and running your shop from there. That is the worst advice that I've heard. So there's many people that are making money off selling their own courses, selling their own trainings. I'm not saying don't get trained by someone else. I'm not saying don't do a course with someone else. That's not what I'm saying. There are good courses out there. So it's not me trying to stop you from doing other courses, but understand that there are a lot of fake numbers out there. There's a lot of fake people out there selling absolutely fake information. And people come to me all the time telling me they got caught up in it. And it makes me sad that there's so much bad advice out there. So please take on board the types of advice people are giving and Anything that I've just mentioned, if that is the way they're selling their courses that they know best, then they're most likely going to be trying to scam you. I can think of two women off the top of my heads, and about uh, 10 guys out there who are doing this sort of thing where they're saying, I made all of these sales, they show you one screenshot and then they haven't shown you the rest of their business. So be very, very careful of what the actual true statistics are compared to what they're showing. So the truth is, the actual truth is I've been working with hundreds of different Shopify merchants in Just Ask Parker and I can tell you right now that Everyone that comes to me, we've got a few different types of people. We've got people that come to us and they are starting up. They've never sold anything yet. They've just started their brand. we've got people that come to us with really unique Products that are super cool and really unique and really wow. And then we have people who have had a brand for, well, had their store for three to six, nine months, or maybe even two years, and they just can't get sales. And when they come to us, we do our best to talk them through all the different aspects that they can go into to help them get more sales. And I can really see very, very quickly the people who are going to make it and the people that are not. And I can tell you the difference between the ones that are and the ones that are not are actually the people who are willing to create a wow brand. And the ones who just go, this will do. The brands that come to us and all the companies that come to us, the merchants, and they say, no, this will be fine. And they don't want to create something more from what they're doing. They're not going to make it. I've given people back their money because of this before. I've told people that we can't help them because of this before. I've tried my best with some people to really explain it and even be a little bit, maybe even blunt and harsh. And if they're not willing to take that advice and they get so wrapped up in their own ego about things, then they can't make it. And I'm going to go through exactly why that is in this episode today. So creating a wow brand, I use the word wow and the word wow for some people might be that they might think, and I can think of a couple of people off the top of my head that I've worked with that would see that word as sort of like very fake and a word that doesn't seem like it is a stable business. But the reason why I use the word wow is really because you want people to turn around and when they see your brand go okay, wow, that's something that I could be interested in or okay, that's an interesting brand. And a good example is Seth Godin. If you don't know who Seth Godin is, he's probably the king of marketing. This guy is amazing. The book that you probably have heard of is The Purple Cow. He's got lots of other books. Another book that I've been really obsessed with recently is this is marketing I've spoken about that on the podcast before and I've broken down what he talks about because he talks about business in general. I bring it back into e-commerce for people. He talks about the fact that you need to stand out and you need to be a remarkable brand. And if you look at all these brands that actually are successful, the ones that you are trying to become like, they are remarkable because you can make remarks about them. They are brands that you can look at and say, hmm, This is something about that brand and you can sort of pinpoint a couple of things about them. You need to do that and you can, you really can do it. What I'm going to tell you about today, you need to do this before you start running ads. You need to do this before you think about PR and you definitely need to do this before you think about marketing your brand or doing any sort of social media. This all comes before that. Before you actually go out there and actually let people know about you, you need to create The brand presence. Now, I'll give you a couple of examples from Seth's book. He talks about uh, making a marketing promise, and the promise is my product is for people who believe, blank, whatever you want that to be. I will focus on people who want, blank. I promise that engaging with what I make will help you get, blank. So, this is really easy. So, I'll, I'll give an example of one of my clients. She sells pet snacks. My product is for people who believe in healthy dogs and happy dogs. For example, this is just completely off the top of my head. I will focus on people who want the best for their pet. I promise that engaging with what I make will help you get the healthiest dog and happiest dog you can have. Now, you can take that deeper. You can take that into whatever your brand is, and you can actually write that in a way that you could have three or four different marketing promises for different aspects of your brand as well. So it doesn't have to just be a one-off thing, but the reason why this formula is so powerful, it makes you think. So what I want to take you through today is how to do this for your own business. And like I said, these are the things I do with my private coaching clients, where I take them through these aspects to make them understand what works best for their brand. Another thing that Seth talks about is nobody needs your product. We don't really need things There's even products out there that we could sort of say, oh, yeah, people need that. They don't really need it there's so many products out there that people say oh but people need diapers so they have to go to Pampers and buy the diapers for their baby actually no we don't even need to buy diapers for a baby we could literally get rags if you look at some countries around the world where people don't afford diapers then they don't use them China I've been to China many times they literally do not use diapers on their children their pants for young children have got a split in the back of them when I first saw these I thought the pants were broken they have a split in the back and the baby they literally just pick it up and let it go to the toilet and they don't use diapers so there's nothing really out there that we need we need water we need food and when it comes to food we only need the bare essentials of food we don't need all of these gourmet pastas and gourmet things so Seth talks about people don't need what you're selling but you need to create that sort of idea that the product is needed so it's very important that you use the right words it's about the emotions getting in front of people And this is not about trying to rip people off. This is not about trying to take people's money from them. Someone else is going to do it if it's not you. Someone else is going to create that need to the person that you should be marketing to. So why not you? So understanding the words of the emotions that people go through. It's about luxury. It's about uh, participation. It's about peace of mind. It's about romance, safety, security, strength delight, creativity, power. It's about a freedom of movement. It's about affection, adventure, belonging, community. And there's so many other types of emotions we can talk about, which I'll explain in more detail as well. But if you start to understand that you need to think about the emotions that people carry with them on a regular basis, this is how you create a wow brand to make you stand out and become a remarkable brand. Now, I'm not talking about your logo. That's one thing I want you to understand. People come to us all the time at Just Ask Parker and they ask about, you know, oh, I need to create a logo and I've been quoted $10,000 for a logo. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. You can have a logo done. You can do it yourself these days on Canva. You can create a really simple logo. It doesn't need to be anything that costs a lot of money, especially when you're starting out. This is not about spending a million dollars on ads or your branding in general. You don't need to go and pay a company to come up with a whole color coordination range. Keep it simple. There are apps online that you can use to create a color wheel for you, a spectrum of colors, where you can just choose one color and you might say, oh, I want my brand to have some sort of let's say pink in it. And then you can go to this special wheel creator and it will automatically based on a tri color or a duo color or whatever, there's different uh, ways to do it. And it will pick up two, three, one other color that will match that. And then you just go with it. Of course, don't just go to a color chart and just pick three colors unless you actually know the formula needed for it. But there's free ways to find that formula. So this is not about going and spending a million dollars on your ads or a million dollars on your branding and things like that. I'm going to show you simple steps that any Shopify merchant can take to create a brand that makes people notice you and wants to purchase what you sell. And you don't need to be selling something unique. So don't think that um, if you're selling drop shipping products that you cannot follow this formula as well. This is for anything. So this works really well for unique products, but it also works just as well for drop shipping or print on demand stores as well. So what do I actually mean by brand? So we think of brand like McDonald's, we think of brand as in Coca-Cola. But what do I actually mean by brand? This is about your story. This is about being congruent with the information that you share. It's about explaining what you sell. And that one is probably one of the biggest points. Explain what you sell. That is your brand and going through and letting people know what makes you different. Your brand is how people perceive you wherever they interact with your business, both the impression that you control and the ones that you can't. So, Sometimes there's going to be situations where you don't have the control over how people talk about you. And that would be, for example, the reviews people leave for you or people's comments on social media. So you might post a cool picture on Instagram and someone might write a comment underneath that, oh, I actually bought these uh, shoes and they actually fell apart after wearing them three times. So how you interact with that feedback depends on how your brand is perceived. So you then have a choice. And this is one thing I say to people all the time, the amount of people that come to me and they say, oh, I'm not succeeding. I've tried and I can't make a success of my business. And I go and take a look at their website and, or their Amazon store. And I see that they've had bad reviews and they haven't responded to those reviews or they haven't responded to bad comments on social media. That is your chance to actually take your business to a remarkable level and respond and make that situation better. So it's all about the impression that you create and that impression comes down to a few main factors. So for example, if you sell dog treats like the client I was just talking about, do you sell dog treats or do you allow passionate dog owners to spoil their best friend? It's a very different way of looking at a brand. My brand sells dog treats. Well, my brand allows passionate dog owners to spoil their best friend. As a dog owner, the second one's going to stand out more. Another one, if you were selling homeware products, pillows, candles, things like that, do you sell homeware? So on your website, do you say we sell homeware or do you say we help people create their own private oasis? That's going to be a lot more powerful. That is where the brand comes into it. Everyone sells homeware. All of these different brands, you know, Walmart sells homeware. Amazon sells homeware. But are they creating a brand around that? How can you do that? And helping someone create their own private oasis is a way of making yourself become remarkable. Now, there could be many other comments on that. It doesn't have to be that particular one. But can you see how suddenly your brand becomes something different from I sell candles and pillowcases to I help people create their own private oasis? And you've also got to think about who you are targeting in these cases. They're not targeting a dog owner. They're not targeting a homeowner. They're targeting a subset of this group. If you are selling a cheap dog treat, then you're targeting people on a budget with dogs. If you're targeting a high-end dog treat, you're targeting high-end dog owners. And there's many other ways to break up that. It doesn't have to be based on pricing, but you can look at it in many different ways. Homeowners, if you're selling furniture that is Balinese style, or if you're selling a furniture which is a modern style, they're very different sorts of homeowners. So Are you targeting someone who has just built a new home or are you targeting someone who has a house that is more cozy and they have something that is more about health and wellness, then you'll go after the Balinese and then the person that's built a brand new home is probably more likely to be in the modern style. So there's different ways to target different people. You're always going to be looking at a subset of each group. And most importantly, on top of all of this, it's about how you engage with your customers if you can't engage their desires, dreams, and fears, then you have no hope. You must create a sense of urgency and build trust with them long before you ask them to buy. So a few examples of who does this really well. Tessellate Towels is one. They're an Australian company. They use, for example, they've got the reviews on their website are amazing, but before they got all the reviews, how do they do it? They've got these couple of really standout um, icons that just says what they do. And their main goal is to explain that their towels do not collect sand on them. So if you go to the beach a lot, you know that your towels get really sandy. Their towels, and I actually have some, they are fantastic. They actually don't get sand stuck on the towels. And that is something that they get across as much as possible in these icons, in the writing. They always talk about that. Frida.com. Frida has this nose cleaner for babies who can get a blocked nose. And Frida, why they became so successful is that they really were on point with explaining this over and over. They never, ever made this second priority. It was always first, explaining what the key feature is of their product and it was the fact that they could do it so successfully and this is how they did it. Rothy's is a brand of shoes and they explain their exact point of difference very very well so their point of difference is that they use old water bottles and they turn it into fabric into thread and then they knit the shoes on a machine and they talk about this if you hover over their about section on the drop down menu of that it just straight away has water bottles and you can say okay well what is that all about on their social media they always talk about the actual um, environmental part of what they do so they get that across in everything that they talk about. The other day, I actually spoke to a new client. There's actually two people in the company and they came to us, just ask Parker for help with their business. And I got on the phone to them on our our regular welcome call that we have with all of our clients. And I had seen their business come through the system. I jumped on the welcome call with them, had, had a look at their website, really love the layout of their website. They've done really well with the design of it. And I got them on the phone. And the first thing I said, tell me why you came to us. What are you trying to achieve? What do you want? And they started to explain their business. And I just said, hang on a second. Nothing that you just told me is actually on your website. You do have a very unique selling proposition. This is not something that everyone else is doing, but it actually does not translate. So straight away, as soon as I landed on their website, they had a standard, what you would expect from every website, but they actually only stock one of each item. And they do not mention that anywhere on their website. Like This is what they should be screaming from the rooftops. They only get one of each item in and they get it and it's a discounted price from the full price. This is the unique selling proposition. This is something that they should be screaming. And once I explained that, they both went, okay, yeah, you're right. So don't assume anyone knows what you are selling, even if it's something as simple as fashion. In their case, it's fashion. Yeah. Okay. We sell fashion items. Great. But What is it about my fashion items? So there's six key areas that you need to think about when it comes to creating your wow branding strategy. And these are identify your mission. Now you need to actually understand why you started this company. You need to understand what the objectives are. You need to understand what is making you different from everyone else. Find your points of difference. Please don't tell me it's because you have good customer service. This is the one that I hear from a lot of people and I'll say to them, you know, what are your strengths? What makes you different? Oh, we have great customer service. Yeah, everyone says that they have great customer service until they don't. So your great customer service should be a given. It shouldn't actually be your point of difference. You can have a great returns policy that is unlike anyone else. I talk about the book by the owner of Zappos and he talks about, you know, how he made Zappos is so fantastic zappos actually stands out because they were one of the first companies to do a 365 day return policy on their shoes and they allowed everyone to return them whenever they want to that's a point of difference is your returns policy that means that they do have great customer service because you can literally get onto their customer service chat and just say i want to return these shoes or you just send them back that is great customer service but their point of difference is the long returns policy Your customer service should be great anyway, and that shouldn't be what makes you stand out. But things like your returns policy can be what makes you stand out. What are people looking for when it comes to the products that you're selling and how should it make people feel? That is a very deep question, and that's one that most people never, ever scrape the barrel of when they're actually going through their business. You need to think about how your product makes people feel why do people buy McDonald's? They feel like they're going to enjoy that meal. It's definitely not healthy for them. It's definitely not something that will keep you full all day. You eat something at McDonald's and a few hours later, you're hungry again, but you feel like it's something that you desire for many other reasons. So every single big brand out there has got these sort of things covered. So think about how your products make people feel. The second one is you need to define your brand and that's about your style, your words, your design. So yes, you want to think about your style. And when I talk about style, again, it's not about spending a lot of money on it. Keep it simple. If you don't want to spend money on getting your styling and your branding done design wise, that's fine, but keep it simple. That means if you're going to use circles, use circles all the time. If you're going to use a bubble, use bubbles all the time. If you're going to use blue, red and white, use blue, red and white all the time and don't throw in pink along the way randomly or lime green because they're not going to match. So think about your style and keep congruency in that. And then In defining your brand, probably the most important of that is the words that you use. Think about the types of words that you use. If you want to be funny, be funny. There's no problems with that. If you want to be serious, be serious. I have worked with people who I've come back to them with, hey, these are my ideas. One particular brand that I worked with and the person said, I don't want to go down that path. I want to keep it serious. I want to keep it on the medical side rather than the general usage side. That's fine. There's no problems with that. Is that if that's how you feel that you want your brand to be and where you want your brand to sit, then go with that, but stick with that all the way through and be congruent with that. The next thing you need to know is know your customers. I cannot believe how many people come to me and I ask them who their customer is. And I talk about this all the time on this podcast. People say to me, oh, my customers are 18 to 65 year olds, male and female. No, it's not. It's really not. So I've spoken about this particular situation a couple of times. A client who worked with a Facebook ad company, and that ad company gave them all the ads. And this client knew who their customer was. They told AdWords, the Facebook ads company, exactly who their customers were, and the Facebook ad company did not take that on board and just went ahead and just opened the whole market up. Mind blowing. I. Just cannot tell you how frustrating it is to hear these things. If you do not know your customer who you're actually targeting, then you need to go back to the drawing board and know that before anything else, because opening your business to everyone is going to mean that you are actually targeting no one. You then also need to know who your competitors are. Know who your competitor is because your competitors will help you understand what you could be doing better, what you're missing, the sorts of things that people actually want to see and feel and hear. Know who your competitors are. When people sign up with us at Just Ask Parker and they come to us for help, a lot of people do know who their competitors are, but it's amazing how many people write in the form that we ask them to fill out that they don't know who their competitor is at all. They have no idea. And if you have not done that, first step towards understanding your business why are you trying to get help there's very basic ways you can find this out yourself just do a quick search on instagram do a quick search on pinterest do a quick google search see what comes up when you search on google don't just look at the first page look at page 20 and page 40. 40 and page 80. Go to Amazon and have a look what other products are selling out there. Go and use a program called Jungle Scout. It's hundred dollars for a month and have a look at the back end of Amazon of the actual sales going through the system and see whether these companies have actually got sales or not. Find out who your competitors are. Without knowing your competitors, it's very hard for you to understand what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. For example, Coca-Cola and Pepsi. And I use brands like this because we all know who they are. I'm not going to get into smaller brands. Some of you might not have heard about them. So Coca-Cola and Pepsi is a great example. They know exactly what the other company is doing. They keep track of when they're doing a sale, when they're doing a promotion on TV or when they're doing a promotion in store or when they're doing special events, special events they're actually being promoted. They know everything about their competitors. You need to know who your competitors are and understand where they sit with you and where you sit against them what makes you different from them, what makes you better and where can you actually become better or where are the areas that you know that your customers would actually like you to cover off as well that even your competitors are not doing. Then number five is you need to be able to engage your target customer and engaging them is so important. And there's so many ways to do this. Like I just spoke about in the Seth Godin book, he talks about the emotions. And if you can engage people on their emotions, you're going to win. For example, one of the words I read out before about the uh, emotions is adventure. Now, if you are targeting people who like adventure, let's say you're selling a new BMX bike and that BMX bike, so it's um, an off-road bike and you are, let's say, uh, let's take it another level. Let's say you're selling a road bike and you're selling a bike that can be ridden in the dirt or on the beach and things like that. The person who's going off track is going to be more adventurous than the person that's riding on the road. The person on the road probably wants speed, they want it to actually be able to stay in a straight line properly, they want to be able to go fast, they want to be able to have a smooth ride, whereas the other person who's riding it off-road is actually looking for an adventure. So understanding how you talk to those two people, you could be selling bikes on your website, but they're both very different customers. So how do you engage those people? You're going to engage those two people very, very differently. And until you understand who your customer is, you cannot work out how to engage them. So engaging them is how you actually get them to buy from you. And then the sixth thing after all of that is actually promoting your brand. This is when you run the ads. This is when you contact people like for peer. This is when you go out and you do your social media. It's the last thing. It's number six on the list. And there's a reason why, because you, if you don't do the other five steps first, you'll never ever be able to promote to these people properly. So because this is very hard to show you, to explain to you without showing you, I'm doing a free masterclass. You go to justaskparker.com slash wow, and there will be a sign up form for my free masterclass, completely free. I'm going to take you through and walk you through all of those six steps I just spoke about. I'm going to, share with you a document and I'm going to share with you the exact formula you need to stand out and be remarkable. So in that formula, what I do is I've got a whole lot of areas where you can fill out very, very simply the information for your business. And it's completely, completely set up for you in a way where you might have to do a little bit of research. You might have to do a little bit of thinking, but I tell you how to do that research. I tell you how to do that thinking. And you're pretty much just filling in the blanks. And this is what I share with my coaching clients. This is the exact formula you need to stand out. These are the things that big companies have done for years and years. Coca-Cola started doing this a long time ago and they've built this up over the years, but I'm going to show you how to fast track that and how to create the exact formula for your own business. So you can go through and you can make sure that you're doing all these things right. So you're engaging your target customer. So you know who your competitors are, that you know what to look for on your competitors' websites to understand what you need to be putting into your brand. So you can understand all of these steps. And It all comes down to engaging the customer. If you cannot engage the customer, then there's no point promoting your brand. This is going to help you actually write the posts for Instagram that you need to write. This is going to help you write the ads that you want to put up on Facebook. This is going to help you on your website, show the correct photo first and show the correct titles of your products and how to write your descriptions properly. Once you actually have this formula, writing your descriptions for your products, it's going to be so, so easy. You're going to know exactly what you need to put in the first sentence. You're going to know how to find those right keywords because while it's very important that you know the general keywords for your product Let's say you're selling mountain bikes, then your keyword is mountain bike. Yeah, we know that. But what are the other words that come with that adventure? There's emotional words that come with that. So someone might be typing in certain locations that they go to. You'll start to learn all of that by creating this actual stand out brand formula for your particular business. So like I said, it's a completely free masterclass and I'll take you through. It's going to be on video so you can watch what I'm talking about. I'm going to give you examples, some examples that I've already shared with you. I've got more examples I'm going to take you through and I'm going to take you exactly through step-by-step of how to create your brand formula for your brand and how to create that wow strategy. It's going to boost your sales and it's going to increase your customer loyalty and make you really, really create an amazing brand with your Shopify store. So if you do want to sign up for that, like I said, it's just askparkercom wow. It's completely free to sign up for that masterclass, sign up and get all of the information from there. I'll also leave that link in the show notes for you today. So you can go and click the link in the show notes and go straight over to that page and sign up and I hope to see you in the Facebook group as well. If you have questions, join the masterclass, also come into the Facebook group. And after the masterclass, if you have particular questions that you want me to answer, I'm more than happy to answer them over there in the Facebook group as well. So have a wonderful day and until next week, keep smiling. Sign up for free for the Shopify approved marketing course at 1000salesandbeyond.com and get our show notes at justaskparker.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening to the Winning with Shopify podcast.